Thanks for listening to Trilove. This episode was recorded through Skype while everyone's isolated, so we've tried to tidy it up as best we can. Please check out the show notes for a number of Minnesota organizations you should support during the COVID-19 crisis if you can. Hello, I'm John Waters, and I'm supposed to announce there is no smoking in this theater, which I think is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of in my life. How can anyone sit through a length of a film, especially a European film, and not have a cigarette? But don't you wish you had one right now? Mm, 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 mm. And I'm telling you, smoke anyway. It gives ushers jobs. And if people didn't smoke, there would be no employment for the youth of today. So once again, no smoking in this theater. What are you drinking? That is a giant red beverage. <laughs> it is a uh, strawberry lemonade. Wow, that yeah. is an enormous nice. mug. Did Thank you stock up on strawberry lemonade before the quarantine? You just have like gallons of it? I perpetually <laughs> have a shitload of Weiler's Light powder packs in my cupboard, and that's what this oh, is. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Absolutely. Gotta stay hydrated. <laughs> in the apocalypse, probably. Yeah. Oh. All so, right. so, are you guys are you guys all still working? You're just working from home. Yeah, uh, I'm very very lucky uh, in that my my job my day to day job hasn't been affected too much uh, by all this yet. Um, but I know that makes me the exception, which is an extremely humbling thing to think about. I think that's true of all of us, right? Uh. I have a job. It, it's not the most comfortable at this point. Our agency shrank from 11 to 5 last week, literally within wow. within the four to five work days that we had, which was the first work, week working from home. Uh, it went from 11 people to 5, and I'm, I'm one of them. I'm not even, like, a very long-tenured person there. I've been there, like, less than a month. So it's, it's yeah. like you said, it's rough. It feels rough. It feels like, what what has put me over the edge? What kept me on board where other people are have been sloughed off, um, you know, carelessly. We're trying to do what we can to freelance to them and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's the same story with a bunch of small agencies. So it's a small miracle that I'm even there still. Uh, and I'm, as I'm sure Harry feels the same with at his agency. Yeah, it's sort of a day-to-day thing right now. Um, we're just waiting for word, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, very fortunate to be in even the tenuous position that we're in. Uh, is, how about? Yeah, go ahead, Jason. I was, I was just going to ask how things are are on John's end. What is everybody doing in the meantime? Well, um, I mean, I'm still planning for the summer, so I'm still booking films and writing the calendar and doing all that stuff. Um, we're not doing any print traffic, uh, obviously, because nothing's moving around. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it hasn't it's changed drastically in that we're not having any income and there's no films being shown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I feel like right now what I'm programming is like I'm writing emails to recommend movies to people based on like what can be streamable. And I don't, it's very strange. It's, it feels yeah. like, um, I wouldn't say it feels super comfortable as far as like, what I'm doing, I feel like every week I'm like, I don't know about this. I don't know what I'm doing. 
I don't know what we're up to. Um, but I mean, we're, we're also lucky. I mean, we have uh, a fair amount of money in the bank that uh, Barry was holding off onto. So I think we feel like we'd be okay if we're closed three months. Um, past that point, uh, who knows? We'll figure that out if that happens, I guess. Yeah, that's good to hear. It's interesting you mentioned um, print traffic. That's something that I thought of too. Um, that's something that you're going to have to anticipate uh, well into um, your programming for the rest of the year, I would imagine. Um, right. So how is that affecting uh, what you're choosing? Or is it... Uh, I mean, when I programmed the summer, we didn't expect to be closed. Yeah. So all of that stuff was confirmed. Um, we're Right now, we're sort of thinking we've reprogrammed all of April into September. Mm. Um, and as we get closer to May, uh, I guess there'll be some talk of whether or not we can do half a month or we're totally closed or we start looking at June. We're not sure yet. Yeah, um, but Nobody the films in May would need to be moved um, at some point, or canceled completely, or yeah, we'd have to work that out. Um, you have quite a supply chain there. You have a lot of contacts from who. I mean, we've spoken before about uh, sort of the process of procuring a film. How how do they feel about like? I guess everybody's plans are waiting on on one thing, right? On whether yeah. or not you can ever like when you'll be able to go back to work, when you'll be able to kick things back off. What are you right. hearing from, from them, from uh, people you procure from and from your contacts? I mean, everybody's freaked out, you know. I mean, there's this thought that uh, when is it going to feel comfortable to be in a small room in a tight situation with other people again? Mm -hmm. um, you know, is that the type of thing that uh, we'll just stop being afraid at some point? We'll see the hospitals doing what they need to do and we'll go back or mm -hmm. you'll get sick and be fine. And then go, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take or all your friends will get sick and then all be healthy again. And then you all think, well, we're fine or I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's super strange. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know it's uh, answer to that. Yeah. There's really, there's no good answers right now. Um, so we're sort of taking it week by week. Um, I think worst case scenario, we have a plan in place for being closed for the whole summer. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm, I don't even really want to talk about it because I don't want it to happen. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's, uh, it's the type of thing that you, I guess you just suppose that things will work out or we'll figure it out or we'll start showing movies outside or who knows, you know, we'll right. figure something out. Uh, well, not to keep it all doom and gloom, I've only got, I guess, one last question I'd like to ask about, like, the Trilon's response to this all. What what was, like, the moment you you and Barry and everybody else at Trilon and Take Up knew that, like, we've got to, we got to pull the cord. Like, we can't, we can't yeah. even consider the whole, like, I, a lot of theaters were trying half showings and, like, limited runs and decreasing show right. times. Um, well, we went to like 40% capacity, uh, I guess almost three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we were selling just 40 tickets, um, for every film. And we were seeing even those weren't really filling up. Um, uh, people seemed a little spooked by it. And then I think two weeks ago at sound and scene, I started saying to Barry, like, I'm okay programming for the future, but the thing I'm worried about 
Jen's recording dropped out, but he was talking about the All Night Horrorathon, which was supposed to happen in late March. Um, felt like I, I just felt uncomfortable with that. And so that one felt like an easy cancel. It felt very much like um, that one made sense. We can reschedule it. Uh, we did all the work to do that. And then we went to the projectionists for the weekend uh, of that weekend. And we just said, how comfortable do you feel coming in and projecting? Um, and everybody's like, I don't feel comfortable at all. And so we took that as, okay, well, if you don't feel comfortable and you don't feel safe, we're not going to make you come in and work. Um, so, so we canceled that weekend and then just kind of have then been kind of coming up with new plans all the time. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, it's, it's pretty wild. And so I have um, twin boys. They're five, five and a half. And so they're like crazy up in my grill all day now you know i've built like so many lego castles and like i built all this weaponry for their action figures and we're doing <laughs> I, it's just like it's not normal life it's crazy uh yeah it just is what it is i guess but um yeah that's that but they're doing yeah, well like, yeah yeah i mean and you know they don't seem too spooked about it i I was asking him about him, like, are you, you know, they're hearing all these people talk about it. Are you freaked about it? And they're like, well, they said kids don't get sick, so we don't care. I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, interesting, <laughs> interesting, weird, selfish five-year-old who cares not for your grandparents. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Well, I think um, you have a better excuse than most people being five. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think um, that moment felt like. I think Barry and I had to be in the same room for about an hour, just kind of talking it through before we started to feel like I don't want to be responsible for somebody coming in at the beginning of this thing and getting sick, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it'll feel different in June to me when I'm like, we all sat it out. We'll see how it goes with the hospitals and the, the supply chains and all that. And then if people want to come back and feel safe, that's, that feels different to me somehow, you know, like as we ease back into normal life. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't have a plan for that yet either. You know, we're sure. still thinking through. I feel like we're so far on the front end of this stuff that it's interesting. I don't really know how to think about reopening yet. You know, like yeah. I've come up with a bunch of different scenarios of like, let's say we can reopen mid-May. Uh, you know, when do we start requesting prints again? Like, cause we're going to have to be two weeks ahead of whenever we open to kind of prep and mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's going to be a little while. Yeah. Even, even things like what we're doing right now, even, you know, recording podcasts and talking to you about right. it feels premature, right? Like, like what is it in two months from now? Will this just be, will this can be completely obsolete? Will this appear? Hopefully will this appear, you know, overblown it? You can't really tell. I'm, I'm curious about uh, like, have you, been in contact with um, with Triline regulars, or rather with st the staff and volunteers uh, post closure. Like, do you know how everything's going on? D do you stay in, in contact with them? We have like a um, a Triline volunteers like email chain going, where people are just kind of sharing what they're doing at home and mm -hmm. trying to keep you know other people entertained and all that. But um, uh, Nikki and Barry and I have kind of almost a daily email or a phone call or whatever, just to see how things are going and mm -hmm. prep on stuff. 
I think we're all just trying to stay busy now. Um, I feel like it's nice to have the summer to look at and be thinking about so mm-hmm. that I'm, you know, thinking that it's going to happen as of now. Yeah. yeah. Your emails have been really enjoyable. Uh, I like oh, the thanks. hints in particular at the end there. Um, you can keep up with those on the Twitter as well, I think. Um, is Ben yeah. still in charge of the Twitter? I don't know what Ben's up to. I haven't heard from him in a while. Mm. Um, you know, he's probably busy. And I think, I think also with um, the fact that he's also diabetic, I think yeah. for him, he's feeling like this is a, you know, he's, I'm not sure how he's hunkered down, but, you know, he's taking care of himself as best as he can, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Ben, I guess. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. Uh, Take care of yourself, Ben. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so I'm actually, because we're going into the shelter in place thing tomorrow, um, I'm at the theater now running all the 35 projectors, putting some reels on, just kind of like getting, making sure things get used. Mm-hmm. Um, the projectors themselves can seize up if they're not used for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, does this, how long does this thing go on? Is this till April 10 or something? I think that's what the governor said. Right? Yeah, is the yeah. time with the, uh, um, with the caveat that it might be extended. Right. Right. So, but I thought if I did it now, that would kind of give us two weeks. They could sit idle for about that long and then mm-hmm. we have to keep moving again. Huh. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's real strange. I don't really know what to make of a lot of it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, right? Because it's, it's like, it, it feels like there's such a range of um, reactions you could have to it from right. panic to numbness to sort of uh, anywhere in between. Um, you could also just go to Miami Beach and party, right? I mean, that's yeah, that is uh, option that you. That have. seems that seems like that one went over well. People, that that was seemed like good PR for being a young person. <laughs> being a young person, a PR for youth, and we blew it. That's right. That's right. Assholes, stop. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We should take that opportunity to, to say like, you should stay home, huh? Like be at home yeah. now if you can be yeah. uh, at, yeah. at all. If, if you have any yeah. opportunity whatsoever. Drink um, a giant, giant yeah. mug of red so lemonade. Drink <laughs> such giant beverages from the comfort and non-judgment of your own house, apartment. I'm watching, I'm watching Cody render himself immune to all disease right now. He's ingesting too much. <laughs> He's um, like glowing. He's absolutely radiant. It's incredible. <laughs> it's a vaccine. There it is. Yeah. He's got it. <laughs> Attention, USDA. Uh, the, <laughs> now, you said that uh, you're, you're, you, like nobody's comfortable right now, obviously. Everybody's sort of right. in varying stages of worry. Um, but that sort of the, the action plan to pull some you know money to keep funding going to at least keep the yeah. trial alive. Uh, what like, have you thought about like what the Trilon would do in the future if 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 those resources were exhausted? Like, is yeah. is is permanent closure a thing? I guess I'm I'm wondering about how mobile the Trilon is as like an institution to be able to sure. like ramp down and ramp up. God forbid, should something like this happen and be as sure. unprepared as we were before? Sure. Um, I mean, I think we're fine for now. Um, we haven't really been asking for money, and we're sort of at a place where we've been trying to recommend people help other organizations that probably need it more. But um, I think in the coming weeks, we're going to start 
some type of program where we're going to sell discount cards online that'll be available for you here when we reopen. So that would be a source of income where people could just start buying almost like a ticket in advance, but you just start buying your discount cards in advance and then they're all here when we reopen. Um, I think we're also just going to start kind of having some type of PayPal donate link of some kind that we can kind of push a little bit um, with the hope that that would just push us a little bit further if it needed yeah. to. That does, um, does exist as of now. You just haven't been promoting it to the same extent right. uh, because right. there is there is a way to donate. You can, I should say, you can donate to the Trilon uh, if you're so right. inclined. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's on the page. It's always been on the page. It's on the bottom. But I think it's the type of thing where we really want to push that in the coming weeks as a way of like, there is a way you can help. If you feel helpless, give to these places that can continue if you just help us. Um, I think we are going to be fine as long as people aren't so spooked that they stop going to movies forever. Right? Like if, um, if this isn't just some weird, uh, we never want to be alone or in, in giant rooms with lots of people ever again type fear, um, I think we're going to have to get over that first. Uh, right. And I don't know how, I don't know quite how you do that. I don't know how long that takes. I don't know when, who tells you that that's safe. I don't know if the CDC is going to have to say it's okay. I don't know if it's what, you know what I mean? I don't, mm -hmm. or yeah, if it's like a, once you can go to a baseball game, movie theaters are fine. Everything's okay. I don't know. I don't know how long that takes. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think we're definitely fine for the short term. Um, and I think we could stop paying staff and sort of just push through on rent for a while if we needed to. And if it came to it, I think some of this money that's coming down can be put aside and we can push that to rent later and maybe defer rent. While we're, you know, I'm not sure. But um, mm -hmm. I think there's lots of options. We are set up to, I think, be around when this is done. Um, right. Suppose, supposing we get the support we need when we need it. Right. Uh, uh, is, I guess, as a nonprofit, is is the Trilon part, like, a, one of the beneficiaries of the recent, like, trillion-dollar stimulus bill that was passed? Do you, I think, you deny on I that? mean, some of, the, some of those details looked murky. Like, Barry yeah. and I were reading through that today, and it's a little murky, but nonprofits are included as part of it. And it did seem like um, there's NATO, not like... NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, <laughs> but the North American Theater Organization, NATO, um, had an email. They had an email yesterday that was sort of like outlining what part of the bill they thought would come to arts organizations, uh, and we'd be included in that. So, um, so there may be some support there, as well as sort of like loans with super super low interest rates. Um, or possibly even forgiven. So, so we're looking at some of that as if worst case scenario comes around, we'll be ready. Um, but yeah, good. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't know if the other guys want to keep talking about it, but I I'm interested. Obviously, you've got these series of emails that are going on with recommendations and sort of updates. Yeah. Uh, and I want to know, like, have you started thinking about? I guess. 
the, the kind of things I'm consuming right now are either 100% all in about like so- social panic and the degradation yeah. of society, or they are completely unrelated to anything that's going on in my in, in right. the world currently. Uh, and I like, what are your recommendations for for either of those? Like a really great panic movie and a really great don't think about what's going on movie. Sure. Yeah. So, um, uh, so my favorite rewatch that I had since this all happened was The Trip, um, which is Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon going on vacation, eating dinner. And they're just like, because I'm stuck in my home, they're going to these beautiful places and having these great meals and restaurants. And I'm, I thought that was great. Like, that felt really like the whole time I watched it, I didn't think once about where I was or what was happening around me. It just was, I was in their world. Um, and I really, that was nice. Um, That'll probably be in the next email, I think, just because I feel like that was a nice sort of relief moment. Um, I've actually gotten a few people be like, what are your best end of the world movies? And I'm like, whoa, end of the world. Holy shit. Uh, um, But I've kind of been pushing people towards, you know, what's a really fun one that I think sort of gets at the dystopic nature of what's happening, but also in the end is pretty great is Rollerball with James Caan. I feel like it has, it's just, you know, Norman Jewison does this great thing where it's political, but it's not preachy and it's fun, but it's not um, super goofy and it's, it's dark and it shows a world like after all this chaos, but there's still power. I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting film. And I, I think it's, it's one that I am looking forward to going back to in the midst of all this in the next couple of weeks. That's a, a great wreck. That was one of my first movies of the trial on. I think it was like Treasure oh, of the Sierra Madre and Rollerball. Yeah, it was Excellent. one of the crazy well. movies. Back at the old trial on before the uh, remodel even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in that um, 70s dystopia series. That's right, yeah. Wow, what a perfect trial on movie that was. It was great, yeah. And that print was gorgeous. It's like yeah. it had never been shown. Unbelievable. That scene when they, when they have that party, when everybody gets high and then they go blow up trees with the laser gun. They, they uh, have lasers in the backyard <laughs> and they're shooting trees. That's, Holy, that's so great. Yeah. <laughs> it's God, the I best. Yeah, uh, yeah that's a great, a great recommendation. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, how can people um, sign up for updates for, the, uh, for this newsletter you've been putting out? Um, go to trylon.org. I should see where it is. I, uh, it's somewhere on the page uh, where you can put in and be a part of the newsletter. I'll bet it's on the bottom is my guess. Sure. I'm not looking at the page now. but Is it, is it something that – maybe it's macabre or early to ask, but is it something that you're liking enough, more of like those regular suggestions and recommendations, updates, uh, like maybe paired watchings that you might want to continue – when things return to normal, because I, I like Harry. I, I love them. I love, I love more work to do. I, I love yeah. them a whole lot. Yeah. Um, what I probably should do is scale it back a little bit. Like this next email, I had like ten recommendations because I got over crazy. But I should probably slow down. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's the type of thing where I wouldn't mind doing some of that. Um, I don't know, maybe. Because I've been thinking, like, my kids should go to kindergarten in the fall. And I'm hoping that with that extra time, there's things I can start adding on to. Um, so that might be the type of thing I could do. Or I've been thinking about doing a blog that's separate or I'm not sure. But um, we'll find out, I guess. When yeah. all this craziness is over, 
Because um, I think the big push when it's all done is for me to be like, stop watching movies at home. Don't do that. Go out. See the movies in the theaters now. Because um, I think if, if there isn't a huge push for everyone to go to theaters as soon as they're capable, I think we're going to see a lot of them go away. Um, I, I, I'm actually getting the sense now that when I look at the big chains and I'm seeing these films come straight to Amazon, I don't think that's going to quit. I get the sense that that is now broken. I feel like that system of having movies open in the theater and then come to streaming, that was sort of this imaginary line that theaters had the power to sort of be like, you need us, you need us. And if I think they see the money that like they don't, mm-hmm. uh, I think AMC could be gone. Well, and this is um, a line that's been dissolving already. Um, absolutely. Something yeah. like that happen is sort of a, an opportunity for it to further um, vanish. I think so. And I, and I think, um, I think not that I love AMC, I sort of despise it, but there are places that I do really love. Like I love going to Willow Creek and I love going to the Showplace Icon. And I, I like the experience of going to the big box movie theaters and seeing big movies. And I think I would feel pretty devastated if that wasn't yeah. a possibility. Um, so I don't, I don't know what exactly we'll see come out of this, but I think there's going to be some seismic shifts Mm-hmm. especially with movies because i yeah. think we're we're especially i think in a place where we are probably more fragile than most in this experience mm-hmm. we're in past recessions and stuff that's where people went they went to go escape in the theater mm-hmm. as a cheap yeah. alternative and now you're literally not allowed inside so it's a little uniquely uh it's a unique problem for theaters right i mean it, it's yeah. it's almost like targeted at yes. uh being yes. as difficult as possible for <laughs> totally uh, yeah that's totally. that's something that's uh that's got to hit like big current run theaters a lot worse than repertory theater cinema right yeah. like yeah i mean it, it it's a i don't know how it would necessarily help small theaters uh and nonprofits like the trilon yeah. but it, but really the amc's uh, are going to be like the ones hardest hit by that. Oh, I think so. I think that's yeah. definitely true. I think I think we're actually pretty uniquely safe in this, um, in that almost all the movies we show, you could already watch at home. You know, there wasn't, um, there's not a huge amount of things that we have, that we're showing that you can't find on DVD or Blu-ray or streaming or someone watch at home. Yeah. 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 Do you, so, so, so the, yeah, the trilon is seen as like, and I guess all repertory cinema is seen as like a current. I mean, a, a better, a bad word for it is like a boutique sort of thing where it's very right. specialized. It's almost niche. Like you have a great audience in the Twin Cities, but blow that out to the nation, and it would be like infinitesimal. So the idea of uh, cinema becoming like in-person cinema becoming, it almost sounds like we're, if we're following this train of thought, we're headed toward like where seeing movies at home is the way to see movies and like a special experience on top of that would be to go to There's a weird inversion of the experience you might expect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that's right. I mean, I actually think that that's one, I think in a lot of ways, that's what the Alamo draft house was trying to do for decade for a decade, right? Mm-hmm. Like their whole thing is like the movie experience, right? There you go for the party where you have a snowball fight while you're watching elf and then there's like dancers and you know whatever like they 
they've already made that a thing. Um, and I think that that will continue to be what places like those need to thrive on. If they're going to, to draw people after this, that's what it's going to be. I well, also though, think... Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, I was going to say, Huron is, is often like that too, right? Like with the, um, the Horathon is a, is a perfect right. example of sort of a community-first approach to something like that. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's right. And I think, I think um, my pitch has always been what makes the Trilon special is what we're showing it on what format we're showing it in. Um, where some of these other places might be about like adding poetry or something to a, you know, like for us, it's always, it's gotta be about the movie itself. If it's not about the movie, then I don't like it. And I think it's annoying and it takes away from it. Um, so it, for me, it's always been when I program things and I think about things, it's always about the movie itself. Cause if you don't like to watch movies, then you can have a party during the movie. But if you like movies, why is there a party during the movie? That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and I grew up loving stuff like MST3K, but I believe it's totally ruined an entire generation of individuals. You're right. Um, yeah. You know, like, like I grew up loving it. Right. And I still, I still like watching movies with friends and drinking and talking, and I like that when you're at home. But that's the special thing about a movie theater, right, is it's not your home. It's not the same thing. Um, and I, and I think because of that, we'll continue to be a special place and I think we'll be okay. Um, but it's just going to take a matter of, we got to get through it first. Yeah. Get through all this yeah. craziness first. And I, and I do think when we come out of it, it's going to be different. I think, I think the environment um, that we come out of it into is going to be strange and it's going to take a lot of being sensitive to the situation and changing and, and being innovative to get back up and running again. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good point. That's something that I need to continuously remind myself of because you kind of, for something like this, you want a really clean um, delineated break, right? Where it's like, you want somebody to come on the television and be like, well, here it is, like, it's over. Like we cured it we and everybody can go yeah. back to the way things were before. Uh, and that's yeah. almost certainly not the way it's gonna be, right? I mean, like almost as hard as what, what our current situation is right now is going to be the weeks and months sort of of um, ramping back up to the way things were, um, right. which is, right. which is a, a harrowing thing to think about uh, right now, especially as we head into the worst of it. But right. an important right. thing to consider. Yeah. I, think, I think, too, like, um, it's an interesting time, too, where I don't feel like there's been any really great leadership from the very top. Really? So because, <laughs> so because of that, in normally in a crisis, you follow the lead. And, at, and you fall into line, right? Like as an organization, you would fall in line as to like, what do we need to do that's best? And instead it's sort of been like watching other organizations and being like, who's doing the right thing here? How, how do we figure out what's the right thing? And then how do we do that? Um, both to protect people, but also to like preserve the long-term feasibility of this place, right? Like I always feel like my my job is to pick movies and think about movies and organize movies, but it's also to worry about how I can keep this place going for the long term, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. to me, the biggest tragedy uh, in this city would be to lose this place. Um, 
you know, like you were saying, like we've got a good audience here. I think when I look at full-time repertory cinema, there's it's New York, it's L.A., it's Minneapolis. Yeah, that's it. And it's um, so so there's some. It's an interesting um, dichotomy that we have. Yeah. In in that, but um, I mean, I think getting back to what you were saying, I think thinking about reopening. I, I do think it's going to be as difficult as thinking about closing. It's going to be like, when is the right time? When is the appropriate time? Um, when, when do we invite people in and make sure that we're excited about it and they feel safe here? But also, how, how much tragedy are we going to go to through between now and then? Mm-hmm. And what, what then is normal life? Like, how do we... How do we own that again? I don't know. It's very, it's, yeah. it's tricky. And, and along with each of those questions comes like, you've, you've already said that like, it, it's looking at what others are doing and trying to see what's right, trying to like find out what's, what's working versus what's just again. I mean, everybody's guessing, right. but uh, do you, have you been looking at how other cinemas across the country or like other people who run cinemas are sort of treating this? Is there, like you've said that you've kept in touch with people from Trilon, Take Up, etc. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But is is there like is there like a Slack channel for movie people who are just like, well, this didn't work. This this is okay. This is like we're we're emailing yeah. regularly. We're like asking for um, grants or something. Right, right. I mean, I I'm a part of multiple different email groups mm-hmm. of programmers. Um, you know, where there's five to ten emails a day, where everybody's kind of checking in with each other on stuff. Um, but a lot of those programmers aren't doing what we're doing. A lot of them are first-run art house. So they're, like, trying to move some of those things online, right? Like, they're trying to think about how they can show the movie that was going to be in their theater streaming through their website. Yeah, Grey Duck just did that. It's really yeah. cool. Um, yeah. that's, Shout yeah. out to Grey Duck. Yeah. Um, so, they had to close. so that stuff, like, we don't really have... We're not set up to do that kind of thing. We're more set up to be like, go to Amazon and spend your money. You know, like I, it's a little bit. Um, so, but I do, I do have almost weekly emails with uh, Dan Halstead at the Hollywood. Uh, some weeks, like this week, I guess it's been multiple times a day. Like, what are you doing? How are things going? Uh, mostly, we just talk about Omega Man. Um, but uh, you know, it's when when you're a movie crazy. And you can't watch movies. It's rough, you know, and it's and it's hard because my life is a little bit upside down in that I usually would watch four to five to six movies a week, drop the kids off at school, watch a movie, have the grandparents come over, sneak downstairs, watch a movie, come into the theater, watch a movie. You know, it was always like whatever I could do. And now it's 24 hours of me staring at five-year-olds being like, I can't. I've watched like one movie since this whole thing happened and it just feels like... <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh. So, um, you know, so it's just it's very upside down, and I think we're all, we're now everybody's watching movies. I'm like, that was my life, that was you, that was my my heaven, and now what you guys know, unfair, not um, like this, <laughs> exactly. And it's hard because it's like, not only is baseball not starting, so that when I'm at home during the day, there's nothing to listen to except <laughs> the news and hearing about all this. Then it's it's like ah, losing my <laughs> mind a little bit. Yeah, um, aren't we all? But it's it's. I have to keep reminding myself. It's only been 
two weeks. You know, like it's really been two weeks and it's felt like a millennia. It's um, felt like a millennia. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it really has. About. Um, and it's tough. Like my wife works in food emergency where she's like for getting money to uh, food to food banks. So yeah. she's considered as she's considered essential and her work is now way busier than it's ever been. So I'm a little like just shake most of the time, you know, with yeah. anger about life. Um, but again, it's only been two weeks. And so the massive change in two weeks could go the other way in two more weeks, right? Like it could be, we could be super optimistic two weeks from now. Um, I don't think we will, but we could be. And so I just kept to keep thinking like tomorrow I'm going to be fine. Things are fine. We'll just keep going. And you'll we'll be change. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to cut you off, but uh, you mentioned how you and the rest of the Trilon are trying to uh, recommend the people, rather than you know throw all their money at the Trilon in a really trying time, um, to support organizations that, for lack of a better term, might need it more. Uh, yeah. And you know, you said that your wife works in food emergency services. Are there any uh, services that you'd personally recommend people support? Uh, well, I mean, my wife works at the food group. Um, which is, uh, it's like a giant food bank. And what they're doing is they're bringing, they supply food to food shelves. Um, and so they're organizing the giant statewide response to getting the food to where it needs to go. So um, as people continue to not have what they need, uh, those places are going to keep people alive. Um, which I think if, as long as people aren't being evicted and there's food getting to them, we'll get through this. Uh, you know, I think if that supply line breaks down, then we're all screwed. But it feels like that's going to hold up. Um, so that to me seems like I would start there. Hunger Solutions, the food group, uh, Second Harvest. Yeah. Those places are all doing the work that needs to get done. Um, and, our, and, our, and our places that now could use your resources because... Um, so many of those places do rely on money coming in, but as people are losing their jobs, it's much, much harder to receive donations. So, and a lot of those places are really easy to donate to online. Um, they yes. have a structure set up. Um, so Jason, I, I've collected links to a bunch of them already. Um, like uh, food group is really easy to donate to online. Um, second harvest heartland is as well. Um, you can go online, in fact, and find uh, local food shelves uh, nearest yeah. your neighborhood or whatever, and it's really easy yeah. to donate that way um, if you want to impact your immediate area um, really yeah. well. Um, yeah, so th there are resources you can support um, if you feel so inclined, and it's extremely important uh, right now. So please do that. Yes. You have the opportunity. Because yeah. it, it feels like, I mean, I'm super focused on movie theaters, obviously. Yeah. But we are a bit superfluous, right? Like if, if there were no movie theaters, society could continue on. Uh, maybe. It wouldn't be good. I don't think I want to live in that place. But um, it, we could, it would go on. Somehow. What are you guys watching? What's, what's working? What's good? Uh, I just saw last night uh, Fish Tank. Do you know Fish Tank? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, that movie was... Um, Really tough. <laughs> huh? Is that Andrea Andrea Arnold? Is that it is? Yeah. Uh, yeah you, God, that movie is yeah. intense. Yeah, you showed Red. Um, is it Red Room? Red is that Road. 
Red Room, yeah. Red Road. Uh, Red yeah. Road, uh, excuse me. That yeah, was Red one Road. of the volunteer uh, choices. Um, yeah. So I saw that and I got really interested in the rest of her filmography. Um, and I recommend mm -hmm. it think very highly. Um, I think I said online that it, it was a bit like getting hit in the stomach with a crowbar. <laughs> Is yeah. this the experience I would liken it to? Uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So which, which sounds great. But yeah, you know, everything is really hard. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was one. Uh, I watched. Uh, um, oh God, I'm gonna butcher it. Um, La Bonaire, the Agnes Varda. Oh, yeah, movie. yeah. Um, that is another movie that's extremely. I'm watching a lot of really tough. God, why are you movies. watching this? It's torture. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's good stuff, but it's hard. Yeah. Because I've got, you know, I usually I go to the Trilon to watch my movies, and now I have Criterion Collection, and it's like, well, I, I never use this enough, so I'm going to go back through there. Uh, yeah, but um, so does anybody have any happy happier choices? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I was going to plug the fact that I watched Memories of Murder earlier this week, but that doesn't oh, quite... Uh, that movie's uh, great. It is. Yeah. Um, I'm making my way through the Lone Wolf and Cub series right now, which... Excellent. Um, like, given the subject matter, it, like, on paper might not seem very, like, fulfilling and good feeling, but the series rules and the um, remastering that the that Criterion did, they look so nice. Uh, it's They're such a awesome. pleasure uh, to watch those. Those, they, those they movies were, are awesome. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I don't like about those movies is that they're missing the Shogun Assassin soundtrack, which I love. It's a really that, good that, point. Like, that's, that would be, like, to me, if they could somehow... Ruin the old movies by putting the soundtrack in with the grind like that to me would, I don't know. It's good. Yeah. 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 What about you, Jason? Uh, I think the last movie I saw was Tokyo Godfather's at Showplace Icon. Which, oh yeah, that movie's what? awesome. I, I love that movie, but it means that since this started, I have not seen a movie. I don't think. It just doesn't right. feel right. It doesn't feel right to watch these. Any movie that I might like, any movie that might be important to me, doesn't feel right to watch it without the boys. You know, to watch it without 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 my, my closest friends. Bro, you're gonna make me cry on the pod right now, dude. Don't do that. It's because I have to keep you awake usually. You're yeah, <laughs> also <laughs> watching a movie if I wasn't. Uh, no, I'm 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 trying. Like work has been crazy, and as a, as I'm sure it has been for everybody. Like. Uh, work's been crazy for me. I, a new Animal Crossing game came out, so I have a number of reasons to be <laughs> really, really uh, limiting my movie time. No, I'm, I, Understood. I, this coming weekend, like last weekend, was just me reeling from the weekend before, or from the week before, and getting ready for this week. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah. now that I don't want to call things stable, but now that I can like sort of predict my load this week, I want to make sure that this weekend is is at least one or two. I want to get yeah. uh, probably a couple from the list you've been sending. Um, and and maybe some that that my friends are catching up on so that we can yeah. we can talk about them. Well, and that's it's tough too, right? Because there's some sense in which um, as our sort of norms are breaking down, uh, your usual work hours. I don't know if you felt this way, but I felt like uh, especially with with how affected everybody else has been relative to me, it's been really tough to make time to do things that you want to do uh, because there's always a sense in which it's like I should be doing something. Yeah. For somebody uh whether whether that means working or uh finding places to donate to or just like helping uh talk through something with somebody or, or what have you it's like it's really tough to like to not feel that overwhelming uh guilt and anxiety um about all of this right. well but, that's the hard thing like i feel like everybody's feeling that like 
the yeah. people who are working feel like, oh, I feel guilty that I still have a job. Yeah. And then the people who aren't working are like, I am so stressed out. I don't have a job. I'm not helping at all. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I think everybody feels lost, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah. That reminds me. I should shout out, settled. Yeah. I should shout out some other uh, relief funds real quick. Speaking yeah. of growth and everything. Um, the, uh, the electric fetus just laid off all of its employees. Um, they have a relief fund, the fetus relief fund. I'll have a link to that. Uh, it would be great if you could donate to that. Uh, that will the proceeds from that will go toward uh, the people who were laid off, um, getting the the sort of financial support that they need. Um, the Twin Cities Music Community Trust um, Entertainment Industry has a relief fund. Um, I can link to that as well. Um, a lot of people are are being laid off or are unable to go to work right now uh, in those organizations as well. So if you could donate to those, that would be great. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, you, everybody's sort of uh, doing their best to shore up resources right now. So if you if you find anything else or think of anything else, um, you know, uh, we'll we'll promote it. All of our sixty five followers or whatever we have. Um, <laughs> we'll keep it going. Uh, well, John, it's it's been great to talk to you. Um, I wish it were under better circumstances, yeah. but uh, but know, know that we all miss uh, the loving arms of the trilon, the comfortable seats, and the one oh, pole so that sits in front of you while you're sitting it's in the back. Been, it's been so weird to to be without it and to realize how much of a regular part of my life it's been. It's been like I've been sitting at home, like what's going? On? Like why do I feel so weird? And it's like oh, it's because I was going to the trilon three times a week. Uh, now I'm, I'm no longer doing that. Uh, right. Yeah. No, it's weird. It well, it misses you. It feels weird in here. Yeah. It feels weird to see a place and not know when people are coming back, you know, like not knowing when these machines will be showing movies for people again. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Well, we, oh, we, I have one more question. Sorry. I would be yeah, remiss. Yeah. At, um, the, the 35 millimeter printed uh, woman in the dunes uh, was yeah. scheduled and had to be canceled. Um, is yeah. that print now? Did you have to send that print back? Is it gone? Is it gone back to whoever had it? Yes. Yes, I did send that one back. Um, yeah, we don't have any prints right now except American Movie. Um, okay. And we just have that one locked up. Uh, that one should be showing in June. Okay, cool. Um, I see that. I'm not, I'm not sure when we're going to get back to Woman in the Dunes. It'll come back again. Oh, okay. Um, at some point. I mean, I like that movie too much to not bring it. I'll find some way to put it in something, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if the if the Ray films will come back or not. Uh, that felt like a stretch anyway. So if we're looking to make money when we reopen, I don't think I'll start with Ray. But yeah, that's, uh, a, that's an interesting uh, point too. I I never even considered that. But you're going to have to have some some financial bangers, uh, right? Probably right. That's, that's a new sensibility that you'd have to consider. Yeah, I did not program the the summer thinking that at all. Not not even a little. Not, not, no. <laughs> we will not make money this summer. That's not going to happen. Whether we're opened or closed, we will not make money this summer. Um, That's but, good for nerds like me. Uh, yeah. No, I think there's some really cool stuff in there. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll give you a hint. So one of the films that I really wanted to show for this really big series is owned by Fox. And Fox is no longer letting out 35 millimeter prints. Um, and so because of this, I went out and I bought a print from a collector uh, so that we can show it on film. Um, it's a World War II film that I actually watched the last time I was on your show, the night, the, 
right before I came in. Uh, and I'm building a series around that film. I think so, I know what that movie is. There you I go. just listened to that episode, so I know what it is. There you yeah. go. So, um, so, that, so I built a series around that, which will be in August. Awesome. Wow. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, you, got, you also dropped some other hints in uh, your email this week. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna keep sh- I'm gonna keep hinting that like these are movies we won't be showing, yeah. but it might make you think about other films. Interesting. Um, so I think in the I think uh, in the last one, what did I hint at? I hinted at uh, the Insider. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the other one? Uh, it was a. Uh... I don't remember the name of the movie. I remember the director's name. I don't know if that gives it away too much. Uh, I don't remember what it was. doesn't matter. doesn't okay. matter. Nobody cares. Anyway, there will be <laughs> movies here again someday, and awesome. I can't wait. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Be great. I, I have a bonus question for you, John. Yeah. We're trying to get a hold of a guy who runs – or we've been wow. trying to get a hold of a guy. Of a, of a guy who runs, I believe, the Alamo Draft House in Dallas or Austin? Uh, I think it's Austin. Okay. Yeah, Austin. About – a 35 millimeter print of a goofy movie. Um, oh. Any tips goofy for talking for, for getting in touch and figuring out whether yeah, or not yeah, it's circulating? So wait, so you want to show this movie? You want to own this movie? You want? I would. I would love. Our our dream was to be able to play this movie, like rent the movie, rent the trial on for a night, and play this movie on its 25th anniversary. Shut up! It's gonna screw up the Skype audio. And play this Hold movie on. on its 25th anniversary. And uh, and we saw Harry found that somebody ran it back in like oh twelve. Oh yeah, it was like 2012 or something. This guy uh, he had a rare 35 millimeter print of it. Um, okay. So I was gonna get in contact with him. I still will do that. I haven't done that yet. But we a goofy movie is it? This is a Disney thing, right? Yeah, this which is Disney? a problem, probably. Uh, yeah. Um, I remember this movie. I saw this movie in the theater. Hell yeah! yeah. I would have been yeah. So um, would have been twelve. Uh, I'll find out. I'll look into it and I'll find out where it is. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to do that. I we can do that as well. Uh, but I can figure yeah. it out. Uh, a goofy movie. I'll I'll get back to it. <laughs> John, I, I fucking it. love you. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. I, I gotta do some work. All, all right. right. Yeah. You guys, piss off. Have a good time. Uh, take God. care of yourselves. Yeah, you too. Stay strong. We're thinking about uh, you. Uh, keep letting me know if you need anything. Uh, we'll figure something out. Thanks, Thank John. you. All right. A goofy Thanks, movie. John. A yeah. goofy movie. <laughs>